Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. I'm so excited for today's episode because we have on the show my fiance, Sino. What's up, babe? What's up? What's up? It's becoming a regular thing now, huh? Yeah. And I'm so pumped about it. We always get such good feedback from having you on the show. And I know we've got some juicy things that we want to talk about, in particular, this concept of alignment. Yes. But... For anyone that doesn't know, backstory uh, real quickly, uh, in the last two weeks, Sina and I have gone through a major transition. He is a dentist and was practicing full-time and has now taken a step back from full-time dentistry. And we are in the entrepreneurial space for the first time ever. After 12 and a half years together, we are now working together. And oh, here we are. I mean... (laughs) You just found me roaming the office today and you're like, Hey, let's go podcast. I'm like, all right. Here you know? we go. Came by my, came by my desk and you're like, are you free? <laughs> so now here we are. And Wait, what's, um, al- what's also funny is we just got a water cooler, but this is like before I left, <laughs> like one of those ones where you refills the gallons because the water is, tastes better that way. And it's kind of funny that we now work together and we have an actual water cooler. We just put it out in like the living room and just be like, get the water cooler. <laughs> Anyone that comes to our place, they're going to see the water coolers in our living room because that is entrepreneurship yeah. working together. And that's how you have water cooler chats. So, so good. I, I love you. Okay. So we're talking about alignment, kind of like help tee this up. Like the conversations that we've had around this, like give them some of the backstory. Oh man. Yeah. So like, like Keisha mentioned, um, took a step back from full-time dentistry. You can go listen to that episode. Keisha will put in the uh, show notes there um, to kind of give you an idea of how we came to that conclusion. So really it wasn't leaving dentistry full-time to go do a specific thing. It was leaving dentistry to kind of go explore other things, which makes it uh, exciting, but also challenging in a way of what am I going to do? <laughs> like yeah. obvious, obviously with she goes, there's a lot that we're working on with that right now. But that's not yeah. the lo- that's not the long term kind of. I'm also doing exploring of my own stuff that I want to do too. So while I'm helping the goes, there's also finding a, kind of an alignment of what I want to do on this on the side. And on that with Shigos, I'm really excited for everybody. Like obviously in Shigos community, our membership group, our intro podcasting course, um, and so many ideas that we have because it's basically like taking an Enneagram seven like me with all of these like crazy ideas, which we're going to dive into with Sina's brain as an Enneagram three, who's much more logical and very systematic and structured that is like really just helping reel me in. And while of course there's some challenges of like, you know, figuring out how we're going to work together, especially in a small space, it is already so awesome in the fact that like, I just feel like the community, this podcast community is going to benefit so much from you coming home too, because there's so many more resources that we're going to be able to give people and opportunities for them 
because of putting our brains together, you know? So thanks yeah. for, um, thanks for doing this, babe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I know there's a lot of girls in the community and in that listen to this podcast that probably have a ton of ideas. You're probably juggling a bunch of things and then even more going on in your head of what you want to do. And, you know, we're just kind of going through this real time, you know, we don't have all the answers, but we're just trying to figure it out. So we wanted to share kind of what we're learning so far in the, in the two weeks that this has been going on. Yeah. So basically when Cena, you know, came home, I was like, all right, these are all of the ideas that I have. And this is actually not like a one-time thing. This is a daily thing. We could do this. We could do this. We could do this. And for anyone that feels like they've got 800 million tabs open in their brain or like me, I often like to think of the fact that I've got like squirrels that are like at a rave in my head. It's like dun, 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 dun. That's super awesome. And anyone that, you know, has a side hustle or is entrepreneurial might be able to connect with that of just having a lot of ideas, which is amazing. But it also can be, um, you know, an opportunity to feel a lot of anxiety or just like overwhelm if you're not careful of how you manage it. So let's kind of explain how we resulted with like getting rid of a little bit of that overwhelm. So the way I like to think about it, and I know you do too, (laughs) is I was like, let's say we had like, we sell tacos at a taco truck, right? We can't just go and start being the cheesecake factory and sell like every type of cuisine that we can in the world, right? And anyone in Chico's community knows that I do not like the cheesecake factory menu. No offense if you work there or if it's your favorite restaurant, but like that thing has literally 40 pages in it. There's so many different items. I'm like, you cannot crush Renee's special sandwich and also 1500 types of cheesecake. Like Like you can't be good at all of it. Like orange chicken. And then like, I don't know, steak. So it's like, you can't just jump from like selling tacos to that. So let's, yeah. let's stop that right there. Just, and it's this whole concept of like, just because you can, doesn't mean you should like, could you make more cheesecakes or more different types of meals? Sure. But like, that's gonna, you can't do it all well and you can't all do it all well at once too. So we're like, hold up. Okay. So your case is the like visionary, right? You can like come up with all these ideas. I mean, I can come up with ideas too, but like, I'm more of the, okay, I'll put it together. So I was like, case, before we had a little more time to do this, it was more like one idea. And then I help you kind of navigate some other parts of that to get to that. But now we're like, okay, we got all these ideas. Let's go. And then we're like, oh, wait, that's like, it was instant overwhelm of like, yeah. this is way too much stuff that we can do. And and, it, and anyone, like, even if you're not in the entrepreneurial space coming up with ideas like this, this is such a, an important reminder for starting any goal where sometimes it's like, if you're trying to, you know, remodel every single room in your house at the exact same time, of course, it's going to feel overwhelming. Just like if you're trying to start 800 million things at the same time, of course, you're going to feel overwhelmed. Why would you set yourself up to feel like you're failing straight out the gates by trying to do too many things or doing things that aren't in alignment? Back to what Cena just said, you know, just because you can do those things, because you've got all those options, just because you're getting invited to all of these places or to hang out with all of your friends or to volunteer at the PTA and to help out with your kids, whatever, all these things that you're, you know, being asked to do just because you physically can does not mean that you should, because it doesn't feel good to do it that way. And I think that's a really important point for everyone to hit home with, but tell them what you did with all of these ideas, um, on the big, like whiteboard session that you had <laughs> so, last uh, Saturday, you know, Keisha had plans with a girlfriend in town for her birthday and uh, I was at home. So I took Lizzie, our dog on a, on a big walk and I was on the walk just thinking, I'm like, okay, we have all these ideas. 
it's just all up in our heads. Like I'm going to go home and just write them all out on the whiteboard, just chicken scratch everywhere, write out everything we're doing and see what it looks like while we like visually can see it. And from that, think how helpful I like, I know it's like such a common thing that we do. We have this gigantic whiteboard that has like wheels. We like roll it around our place because of this whole idea thing um, where they're just like spewing out of my brain and honestly out of your brain too. But for anyone that is just struggling with like a lot is in your brain, it is so helpful to whiteboard it out or even just like journal it out, get it from your brain to something that you can physically see. So it's in front of you because like even just like seeing all of it on paper, it just helps you kind of like play it out. And I think sometimes we're like running through these thoughts in our head, but we're not giving them the opportunity to like sit on a page or sit on a whiteboard to like visually see them. So sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I just think it's like very powerful that you do that and that you and I do it. And I think it's something we do all the time, Mm -hmm. but it's not always common sense for everyone to think of that, you know? Sure. Or like grab a friend and verbally process it out. Like as soon as it gets out out of your mind and either on paper or verbally, you start to even listen to yourself and be like, Oh wait, that doesn't feel right. So yeah, I get all this stuff on the board. I'm like, all right, Kisha, you're coming home. You're going to see all this stuff. Be prepared. Like there's a big whiteboard in our living room with a bunch of markings on it. So it was that moment when I know when I was doing it, I was like, Oh, this is becoming clearer now of what we should do and what we shouldn't Mm -hmm. do that we were about to go down a road. And ultimately the question we got to was even on our walk the other day, I was like, case like it's one year from now we're waking up what does it feel like what are you doing what is your daily tasks yeah let's work backwards to figure out our next step because we can't do everything at once you know we want to do all these things but let's let's start working towards it so what yeah you you wake up in one year what does that morning look like and we started working through that on our walk and that's so that in itself of like just starting to actually visualize it. And I think the important thing is like visualizing what you want, but then going back to, and like Sina knows to do this with me because I like to picture the day-to-day. I'm so obsessed with the process rather than the end goal. So when he's asking me questions like this, you know, for this, for people listening, um, when he's asking me questions like this, he knows to go to what are your like daily tasks? What are the things that you're actually doing on a random Thursday? in the middle of the day, because when you're thinking about this vision that you have, you also need to think about like the problems that you might be working through because every single thing that you're doing is going to have problems associated with it. And it's like, what are the actual, like, what are you spending your time actually doing in that vision? And is what you're doing now or what you're about to create or the job transition that you're about to make or the city that you're about to move to or the relationship that you're about to end or whatever it is, right? That transition that you might be making, is it getting you closer to that vision that you want to have in a year? Or is it actually not moving you closer at all? It's actually maybe taking you further away from it because we don't really stay stagnant. We really are moving closer or getting further away from it. So it's it's really important to ask ourselves that question. And Sina, I think it's so powerful that you ask it to me in the way of like, What are those daily things that you're doing? Don't just get caught up in the vision. Cause I think a lot of people talk about like where you want to be in a year and they just cast this vision, but it's like, what does that actually mean? What are the problems that you're solving? And you know, what are you doing in the middle of the day? So love, love, loved that. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, obviously if we were less at our vision, where we want to be at in a year and wrote it all down, we'd be like, that's insane. How do we start that right now? But it's more like, what does it feel like? And let's not start going down roads that aren't going to lead us to that type of life that we want or the type of work we want to be doing. Right. Yeah. There, there's a lot of things we could do right now. And then in four months, we're going to be like, wait, 
we don't want to do that again. That's not, yeah. it was fun to do maybe for a couple of months, but then we're like, now that time could have been spent working, taking smaller steps towards that life we want to feel like in a year. Yeah. And that's a powerful way to also help with just kind of a random tangent, but to help with staying consistent is to remind yourself, like, how is how, what I'm doing now helping me one year from now to get closer to that vision. Because sometimes it's like the tiny little things that are really easy to do and also easy not to do. And like consistency, like for example, showing up on this podcast, maybe someone listening to this as a podcaster or you're a blogger or you're putting out content on social media, or you're doing that like one extra sales call in your sales role, right? Like those things are contributing. Those like little unsexy things are contributing to that vision. And when you know how you want to feel, that's a really powerful like fuel to keep going and stay consistent, but only if it's actually aligned. Mm -hmm. And that's the most important thing to remind yourself is like asking, how can this feel more aligned? And is this, and if it's not, am I brave enough to make a change? And if you don't know what, what that does feel like in a year, um, or what you're in right now is not working, then, you know, even go back to the podcast we did a couple of weeks ago, talking about leaving dentistry to come up with ways you can start exploring something to start feeling a path or start feeling a vision of what your life could be. Because um, if, if you're going down the same path that you're on and you know, that's not working, well, that's not going to help you in a year. Um, yeah. So. Doing so that. true. Yeah. I love that. Just wanted to swoop in here real quick and thank today's sponsor of the podcast, which is Organifi. And if you're not familiar with Organifi, they are a company that has an entire product line of completely organic, like hence the name, (laughs) plant-based nutrition and superfood teas and supplements. And I love this company because all of their products are really high quality. They don't have any fillers or crap in them. No products in their entire line has more than three grams of sugar. And honestly, every single product that I've tried, I love. And here's what I recommend you check out. The protein. The protein is fire. The vanilla protein is literally my favorite protein I've ever tried. It tastes so freaking good. And again, only three grams of sugar. The chocolate protein is also incredible. And then the other thing, I used to be a little bit skeptical about green juices because I do not like things that taste like you're licking grass. And every green juice that I had had prior to Organifi's just tasted really grassy. This green juice, you can literally drink by itself and it tastes phenomenal. Or you can mix it into your smoothies like my fiance Sina and I do every single morning in our shakes. And then the other thing to check out is their teas. One of them that I really love is their product. It's a brand new product called Harmony, which is their hormone balancing hot chocolate. Literally, you put like a scoop of it in there. You can just do it with hot water and froth it, stir it up, or you can even put like some alternative milk in, whatever you want. And it's like having a hormone balancing yummy hot chocolate. And then of course, they've got like their nighttime gold teas, all sorts of amazing products that you can check out. If you want to check them out, you get 20% off as a listener of this show because they're incredible. And I'm so excited to hook you up with a little discount. So you can head to Organifi.com slash Keisha and use code Keisha for 20% off any of their items. Again, that's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash K-A-C-I-A, code Keisha for 20% off any item in their store. And if you're like, ah, I'm cruising on the freeway, I'm just like listening to this podcast with you and Cena, and like, I didn't catch that, check the show notes. There's links for other podcast episodes that we're mentioning in today's show. And then of course, the link to check out Organifi. So without further ado, let's dive back into today's episode. Okay, so for just alignment in general and kind of this 
transitional season that we're in, I feel like it could be helpful if we could give them our own take of like tips, I guess, um, that might be helpful to just manage the overwhelm that often comes with being in a season where you're trying to create something new or make a change or just navigate a transition. So what do you feel like has been helpful for us that could be helpful for some of the women listening? Yeah. I mean, we're like me and you are motivated in different ways, but it kind of comes down to the same thing of having some kind of structure in your life. And for us, it's always come down to some kind of fitness movement structure, uh, mixed with like getting, getting tasks done. So like for me, I like early wins in the morning. So working out right away, maybe getting something done right after that, boom, the day already feels like it's on its way. Right. I don't, we don't, we both are really like waiting around to like do something in the morning because we feel like it's not getting off to a hot start, like a fast start. So I know for, for us, it's always come down to finding that structure. For example, right now we're like, you know what, we're not really honed in on our fitness and our, our eating and kind of We've been YOLOing. We've been YOLOing, had a lot of guests in town drinking one too many spicy margaritas. Oh yes. The guac is extra. I'll just take it like all that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we decided to do 75 hard. And if, if, you're not familiar with that. It's it's a pretty intense thing where you know you work out twice a day. You're taking, um, you know, you eat following a diet, and there's all these these components that go into it, and it, it's pretty strict. Uh, one of our more stricter kind of regimens we've ever done, but we know we needed that at this time right now. We can commit to that. We looked at the next 75 days. It's the time to do it. Uh, we want to get it done, and we've already noticed just having that kind of structure now, kind of it flowed into all other areas of our life. So we're kind of gaining that momentum again and knowing that we're going to pick up that steam of uh, kind of working towards that vision that we have. Yeah. And then for me, I, I definitely like structure. It's really helpful for me because I honestly think like having a plan helps me have less anxiety, even if I don't believe that necessarily the plan will always go exactly how we think it's going to go. Um, but this aspect of like 75 hard and doing this type of structured regimen of like following a specific program, I have noticed, and you've always pointed out to me, like, I love that structure because it, it helps with decision fatigue. Like if you find yourself maybe in your career or if you are an entrepreneur or you're just making a lot of decisions, maybe you're taking care of and like Mm -hmm. raising tiny little humans that if you're making so many decisions in a day, is there some way that you can just cut back on the total amount of decisions that you're making? And I feel like 75 hard and just like following a like, a workout plan and following a meal plan and just kind of knowing these like time blocks has created this really awesome structure where then I can kind of block things in around it. And I know a lot of people that maybe, you know, are now working from home, even if they are in the corporate world, might have a little bit of wiggle room in terms of like how you can kind of structure your day. So ask yourself, like, how can you have like tiny little goals? That's super helpful for me. Even like one of the components of 75 hard is you have to drink a gallon of water a day and you don't have to do 75 hard to drink a gallon of water a day. But like, maybe that's something that you could add in where you find that you're having these tiny little wins because what has been so beneficial for us is like, even with this transition of Cena coming home from dentistry and us trying to figure out like what's aligned for the company, what's aligned for Cena, what's aligned for me. Like a lot of these decisions is that we have this confidence and this ability to 
believe in ourselves that we can figure anything out, especially, I mean, as individuals, but especially together. And that confidence comes from doing a lot of things together over the last 12 and a half years. But it also comes from just these tiny little things like Mm -hmm. keeping a promise to yourself of drinking the water, of doing the workout, of trying the new thing, even if you're scared to try it. And so I think it's like finding some sort of structure that feels aligned to you is a really powerful way to manage any type of anxiety that comes up with transitions or with starting something new for both of us in a little bit of a different way. Yeah. I mean, I love that decision fatigue component. You can jam on that for a second because in a world where right now things are changing so fast, it's so uncertain. It's so, you know, there's a lot of things going on with uh, where we're at what can you take out the guesswork in? Because you're going to go throughout your day with all these question marks, but which one of those can you actually control? And which ones will help you gain wins? And which one are going to help you kind of get towards where you want to go in a small way every day? Because the big goal is great, but you know every day has its own challenges and taking out things that could get in the way, roadblocks, uh, decisions you need to make will only make you have more time to put that energy towards the, the stuff that matters of figuring out maybe what you want to do or um, whatever you're working towards. Yeah, that's so, so powerful. So, okay, on that, I would love if you could just share your take. Like, I know this is kind of random, but like just being honest about how you help someone like me <laughs> manage overwhelm. Because I think you're a big contributor to why I manage my own over, like I can do it for myself, but I think you are really helpful for someone that has a lot of ideas. So maybe someone that's listening to this, that's like me, that has a lot of ideas. Mm -hmm. They can kind of like take some of these tools that you might be able to share of like how you help support me to a significant other of theirs, or someone that's more like you, um, that has a friend or a sister or like a significant other. That's a little bit more like me. That's kind of a little all over the place. Sometimes how can we, how can they get support that they might need or how can they help support someone? And just be honest, like obviously, yeah. you know, just be honest about it. No. And, and being totally transparent. I mean, you'll come to me and say you're in the same sentence. You'll list off five totally different things, like totally different aspects <laughs> of things you want to do. Like I want to podcast this. Oh, but then I want to go. So do this and then this and this. And I'm like, all right, I've learned, <laughs> I've learned to hear you out. I don't, I don't immediately shut you down, let you get it all out. <laughs> just, just word vomited out. And then I would ask, I ask you what, like, what's the most important, what's the most time sensitive right now that you need to get done. So like on Sundays or Monday mornings, we'll really come up with a, like what needs to get done this week and write it yeah. out. Like, I think the most important stuff would be the most time sensitive stuff, right? You got a meeting on Tuesday, you need to prepare for Well, Monday, you should probably spend, you know, getting ready for that. Um, I think you write that, like, what are our non-negotiables? Like, what do we do every day? We work out, we take Lizzie on a walk, like, okay, we factor those into the day. Now, what are some, some fun optional things that would be fun to move the needle forward this week? And I mean, in full transparency, like we have a ton of, we have a long ways to go between some of our goals right now, and we would love to do it all at once, but that's not even possible. So right now we're taking it week by week that we're going to knock out these three things add the structure in, know that, get it self-running and move on to the next and just rinse and repeat on a weekly basis and on a daily basis, knowing that those getting to that bigger thing will come, but let's just keep going down that track, keep going down that road, make sure, you know, step-by-step and then let those ideas flow out. I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with letting them flow out, just knowing that 
let's just keep going, focusing on what we know we want to do and yep. what's, what's important. And just taking it chunk by chunk. And it's funny, I'll link uh, in the show notes, if you didn't listen to the interview that I did with John Acuff, he just wrote a new book called Soundtracks. And it's one of my favorite interviews because Cena and I both love John Acuff. He is, he's just like dad jokes. He's a really cool guy. So we'll link that in the show notes. Big dad vibes. Big dad vibes. But he talked about in the episode how there's a how person and a wow person in relationships often. So sometimes if you can you know, someone listening to this can connect with that, that you might be the how person, you might be the wow person. It's understanding that both are so crucial. And for me as like the wow person in this relationship, I also have to remind myself that I can't expect Cena to get as hyped as I will about all of these ideas because his role as the how person is to make sure that he helps me process it so I don't get myself overwhelmed and then spontaneously combust because you want to keep the wow person excited but then the how person comes in with a little bit of the structure and that's what makes this dynamic team and I feel like it's been so beneficial for us and it's going to help us you know in real time, be able to talk about this transition because it is a major transition for us, which comes with a lot of change and a lot of things that we're trying to navigate in real time. But I just think it's cool that we can share this. And I'm so grateful, Zena, for how like open and honest you are always on this podcast with this community of just coming in with a guy's perspective too, of just like, this is how we're doing it. Full transparency. We're figuring out as we go, but we're excited to take you along for the ride. You know? Yeah. I mean, I know like sometimes you just get on, get comfortable with being uncomfortable and know that shoot, next week we might have to have another whiteboard session, but at least we know we're, we're feeling more aligned on the path we're going, but there's always going to be times where you need to adjust, pivot, do all that kind of thing. But um, just make sure you're really thinking about what, how you want your life to feel in a year. And that can be on any area of your life, not just business or work. Um, just make sure, you know, like family, friends, are you making the relationships that you want? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, if you're not reaching out to your friends to keep up with them, well, they're not going to be close friends in a year. Right. So just just really evaluate all parts of your life. And with like fitness and diet, are you, are you, are you following something? Are you eating the right things? You can't, can't go to cheesecake factory all the time. And expect (laughs) you're going to have, you're going to have hot girl summer, you know, like, (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, you're the best person. Okay. Um, Sina, any last little nugget that you want to leave with them with about alignment and why they need to feel aligned, I even think, if it's tough? I think you need to drop the mic on this ending. And just- okay. I'll drop the mic on this ending. So I think that asking yourself the question of, is this aligned? Does this feel right to me? And being brave enough to make a change if it's necessary is everything. But don't tell yourself the story that we can often get caught into of like, oh, I'm just like this or, oh, I just handle things this way. Because truth of the matter is I happen to be someone who's a little all over the place sometimes, but I thrive with a little bit of structure. But if I tell myself, oh, I'm an Enneagram seven, I just do things like this, then of course I'm going to feel really scattered. But it's like, it's, I'm grateful for having, you know, you seen it as this influence to kind of help me really just like create this awesome team that we are together. But for anyone that doesn't even have that type of influence, it's reminding yourself that you can be whoever the hell you want to be. You can change your mind at any given point in time. And if something doesn't feel aligned, you've got to be brave enough to say, I can figure this out and I will because it's going to be worth it. But the beginning might be really messy and kind of hard, but that only gives you more of an opportunity to feel proud of yourself later. Right. Boom. And there, there she goes. Thanks, Boom. babe. 
Uh, and we, this episode, oh, sorry, go ahead, baby. We should do this water cooler chat more often. Maybe we okay. should like call it that. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Okay. Um, if you loved this episode, definitely take me on Instagram. Let me know your takeaways. If you think we should call it water cooler chat or you have an idea other than his and her, you let us know. We're really open to feedback. We're in this stage where we're pretty open-minded about anything <laughs> right now. So anyway, um, we will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for being here. See ya. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.